The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your stunned host, Raider Greg. Boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, I didn't see it coming, did you? We're going to hit on that and more here on 414. I don't even believe it. On today's show, we will have the postgame for the Sea Chickens, also the postgame for the Green Bay Packers. We're going to go over the preseason altogether, kind of ham it up. The cut to 53 comes on Saturday. We got to be looking at that because there are a lot of players that, well, I don't want to lose. So it'll be interesting to see where Allen goes with this squad. Also, the bone line, which is blowing up. And uh, there's so many calls, i got to let you guys talk. Because, well, you freaking need to. That's why. (laughs) What a relief this last game was. Well, might as well get to it, huh? With a traumatic offseason and a lot of second-guessing and a lot of Raider-on-Raider attitude, for sure, the Oakland Raiders came into this preseason, well, a big question mark to everybody. No doubt ESPN had its last on a poll for the least desirable team in the NFL that players want to play for. Well, I got a poll uh, that ESPN can shine uh, for show. First preseason game was hacky-sacky, man. It was not very good. It was very off-timed. It was poor performance, and panic had entered into my head anyway of the season and its future as well as everyone else's. Our second performance against the Lions was a great improvement, really. I'll tell you right now, the team looked better, not a lot better, but a little better, and there (laughs) there was hope for not too devastating of a year. Green Bay was, well, it was what it was. It showed who we are. It showed, again, Derek Carr making vast improvements from the first two games to this game and Schaub showing, well, exactly what he showed. Now, the rest of the team, I must say, has showed improvement in flashes, not as much as we had hoped, and the wide receivers could not hold on to a damn football. Let's just get down to Thursday night's game against the Seacocks. First, let me tell you, I wasn't going. I had given my tickets to a couple who had recently lost their mother, and they'd never been to an NFL experience. You know, whatever. But, you know, nice couple. They deserved it. That's for sure. So I really didn't plan on going. Until a very good friend of mine gave me, well, his ticket. And I went, okay, it's, <laughs> I guess it's meant to be. So off I went to the Coliseum expecting the Seahawks 
to annihilate us in the first half and perhaps to see some moments and glimmers of hope and light in between the tragedy and the trauma, as did everybody else in the Raider Nation, including all of mainstream sports media. Now, the kickoff started out as expected. In my section, we watched Wilson go down and a few plays, touchdown Seahawks. We all talked about it a little bit. It's going to be a long night, but we expect some progress out of our team. Yada, 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 yada. And then a brand new beautiful car drove onto the field. Baby, you can drive my car. And drove the Raiders to three. That's right. Count them. Three touchdowns in an orchestration of physical and professional ballet by everyone involved to include the offensive line, which was absolutely stellar. The defensive line, the defensive players, special team players, the wide receivers and running backs were catching everything, literally. Second and five. Car under center. It's up and uh, maybe alerts the offensive line here in the wings. They're going to run a stretch handoff to Murray coming left. Cuts back inside. Touchdown! Raiders! Latavius Murray finds a soft spot off the left side. And the Raiders come right down the field on the number one defense of pro football's best defense. The most important, the most impressive thing, Fluff, uh, on this drive, I think, is the offensive line. The offensive line is doing a marvelous job in, in protecting the quarterback. And what they did on that drive. Absolutely, absolutely. There's the kickoff by Giorgio Tavecchio. Walters takes it on the goal line, maybe a yard deep, straight ahead, 10, 15, 20. Cuts inside on Brandon Ross. Fumble of the ball. It was pulled out of there, and the Raiders may have the ball on the Seahawks. 36-yard line. Keith McGill, the rookie corner, stripped it there at the end, and the Raiders take it right back on the kickoff. Hockley confirms Raiders ball. Keith McGill, number four draft choice, uh, you know, with uh, you know great size and speed to go along with it, makes a big play, and that's one of the things that you have to impress the coaches with. Special team play, and that was a big play. The wide receivers and running backs were catching everything. Offset eye. There's Carr turning and throwing. Looking right, going deep ball. Denarius Moore wide open. Touchdown! Raiders! He walked right by Philip Adams, the former Raider corner. Didn't waste any time. That's the way I like to see the play. You get the ball in a turnover, go downtown right off the bat. You know, I agree 100% with you, Tom. That's what I always like to do, and I know you did too. The defense is unsettled. They're ticked off because they have to go back on the field, and there's Derek Carr with a good play-action pass, stepping up and delivering the ball right on the mark. Boy, this young guy looks good. Richard Sherman left the game. I don't know why Phillip Adams froze on the ball in the air, but he paused for just a moment. Denarius Moore ran right around him. But you saw it all there from Derek Carr. 
catching everything. Ball tipped. Opening drive when Seattle scored. Nothing can go wrong for the Raiders. Everything. Harris Moore left. Back shoulder. Got it. Touchdown, Raiders. What a perfect back shoulder fade that was from Derek Carr to Denarius Moore plunk, and he threw it before Denarius even broke. It was a beautifully timed back shoulder. That car goes in the real black hole this time. Well, he should. He's thrown three touchdown passes. Yeah, what a night for Derek Carr so far. As you mentioned, uh, Pop, uh, back shoulder throw, perfectly timed. Here comes the ball. Wow. He finds it. I'll tell you. Gets it, both feet in, hopefully. And, Jim, that was really a, a – that, that, that was, that was, that was an exceptional route. What a freaking surprise. And don't even tell me that you knew this was coming down. Whether or not Seattle's had their first and second string in or all the convoluted excuses the mainstream media is using for Carr's success and the Raiders' success, including to be our own coach saying, well, you know, they weren't, you know, we did a good job against them and, you know, in the circumstances. I thought Derek obviously went out and played well today and I thought some guys made some plays for him. So, uh, that was, that was a real positive and, and, and really good to see. Uh, I think we had a lot of different factors that 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 led to us, um, you know, being up whatever 35-21 at halftime. Uh, you know, there was a lot of factors that that played into that. I thought Denarius Moore made a couple of really nice catches. Uh, it was a nice catch that Michael Rivera made for the uh, for the touchdown on on the deflection. Derek obviously made some really good throws, uh, a couple of third and long conversions, which was uh, which was really good to see. So. Um, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, I thought there was a lot of factors that, that went into it. Um, and, and, and I thought overall as a football team, I was pleased with the way that we played. You know, obviously, like I said, I was disappointed in the first drive of the game uh, that we gave up two explosive passes uh, early in the game. I thought we kind of settled in a little bit. Uh, was really disappointed with, the, with the, uh, uh, the touchdown there at the end of the, at, at the, end of the first half. Uh, but I thought they came out and, and, and continued to respond. And, uh, you know, I think, I think Seattle presents a lot of challenges, you know, from an offensive standpoint because all their quarterbacks are mobile, can move around, uh, and, and that creates some, some challenges uh, defensively. But, uh, but I thought overall it was, it was solid. Did Derek correct Ed Sherman a couple times in that first drive to shy away from the that I think it's yeah, I mean, I, I think he's, I think he's got confidence, you know, um, and and uh, you know, we're not going to shy away from anybody, you know, and 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 he's a heck of a player, uh, you know, but uh, uh, we're going to go out and compete and give our guys opportunities to make plays and and uh, try to compete against the best. So you said all about that shot plan, but in your mind, is there a, I guess, a level hard for me? Well, listen. I mean, there's always a there's always a level, you know. I mean, you know, uh, let's don't bury our head in the sand. But but uh, uh, but I haven't changed anything. We're we're uh, uh, I think we're in good shape where we're at. Uh, again, with all of our quarterbacks, 
And uh, I feel good about being in the position that we're in. Was it nice to build some positive momentum? Absolutely. And I, and I think the way that we were able to do it against a good football team and, and uh, uh, you know, I, I certainly think that, you know, obviously anytime you win, but, but when you win against a good team, uh, and that's a, that's, a, that's a talented team that's got a lot of depth. And uh, for us to, to come out and play the way that we did, I think it, it gives us some confidence going into next week. He's kind of dancing around the fact that perhaps it wasn't as good a team. Hell, man, they were the Super Bowl champions last year. You do not get there with a weak number two team, my friends. In a season when Seattle absolutely shellacked every other team, the three other games they played, they absolutely rolled San Diego. They rolled everybody they played. There was no one who left the game feeling like a man after they played them except for the silver and black. You could see Pete Carroll look like his feet were on fire. He couldn't stand in one place. He was going back and forth across the line. There was no relaxation for Carroll. I don't believe that he was very happy with the performance of his team. This was not in the plan. Trust me on this. When Richard Sherman got torched by Denarius Moore for a first down, that was magic. And right in front of the coach's face. Third down and 10 for the Raiders. They put Carr in the gun. Denarius Moore is wide right, pressed by Sherman. Three receivers go left. They go into Moore in a stop route. He caught it on Sherman for the first down. First down, Raiders on the Seahawks five. What a one-hand pluck that was by Demo, taking it away from Richard Sherman. A tremendous effort by Denarius Moore that time. The ball was a little throw behind him. He was well covered once again by Richard Sherman. But what a catch. One-handed, sticks that paw out there and brings the ball in. Good yeah, job. Sure, yeah, sure. I'm not going to go further into this game except to say Carr was 11 for 13 for 143 yards, three TDs, four drives. Latavis Murray made one touchdown. You could count four TDs on Carr's ass. McGloin played just like McGloin. Slot left, Rice Butler inside of Andre Holmes. McGloin in the gun. McGloin looking, rolling right, now throwing for the end zone. Butler, flag came in for a late hit, touchdown Raiders! Wow, did he have eternity rolling yeah. to his right, and Bryce Butler completely uncovered right in the middle of the end zone. Yeah, he looked on the field, looked around the field, and all of a sudden there's Bryce standing there waving his arms. They, they just let him go. And all I kept hearing was, Shab who? <laughs> what a game of amazing, amazing feeling. And I'm telling you, Raider Nation, feelings like I haven't had since 02, brother. I will tell you right now, the Raiders were magical and made a game that I was not going to go to to one of the best performances I've seen in freaking years. It was an honor and pleasure to stand there and watch our team just torch the Super Bowl champions, with six minutes left in the first half, the score was 28-7. to seven. 
28 to 7. And our team played just like the score. They were champions. That's all I'm going to say about this preseason game because we all know it's just preseason. Well, this preseason game made something happen for me. It gave me a tremendous boost of possible hope for this season in everything. So good job, Raiders. The preseason was good for our team. It showed who we are and who our best players are clearly. And that is all I have to say about that. I do believe Prince said it best. Controversy. Controversy. Was it good for you? Was that what you wanted me to be? Controversy. So you think there might be a quarterback controversy in Oakland? Do you think possibly there's a question on who to play for the season? We're going to hit on that. I know it's not in the show notes, and I know I didn't say at the beginning, but I couldn't stay away from it. You know how I am. Okay, before the Sea Chickens game, there was really a a lot of rumblings, perhaps that car should start. We're not sure. Some people want him to wait for a year. Some people that he should start right away. He's our future player. Some people thought McGloin should start. A lot of guys thought McGloin should start. I don't think McGloin should start. We've seen McGloin last year, and we've seen what he can do. A great backup player. But four TDs, four drives for four TDs, three pass touchdowns in this last game against the Super Bowl champions, 143 yards. 11 for 13, and composure and elusiveness and accuracy, all the things you want to see out of your quarterback. Oh, let me just say again, changing the play at the line of scrimmage. Oh, reading a defense. What else do I need to say? Now, (laughs) I know Vic Tufer of the San Francisco Chronicle said uh, Carr will start 100%. He's sure he's going to start. Now, Shabby, who has looked shabby for the entire preseason and is kind of like a, well, wait till I get better. I got a sore elbow. That could have been the reason I was sucking for those other games. Hey, man, you just lost your freaking job, bro. That's, of course, if I were king. If I were coach of the Raiders... I'd be like Pete Carroll. You know, Matt Flynn was the $6 million man, and he put in Wilson, a rookie that he picked in the third round that year, and look what happened to the Sea Chickens. Or the Sea Cocks, like I like to call them. There is nothing wrong with playing your best player. Your players on the field like that. The receivers know they have a chance to make more money. They have an opportunity to win more games, to have some self-respect. This is a necessary move. However, during Coach Allen's (laughs) press conference, and I want to throw up, we have three very good quarterbacks all capable of doing the job. Well, no shit. We have depth at the quarterback. Well, no shit, Allen. 
Tell us another story that we don't know already. Tell us something that you want to you want to stand and grab, reach down in your crotch and grab those things that are hanging there and make a decision like a man who is the best player to take this team into this season. Yes, it's a tough season. Yes, we're playing everybody that's hard. Well, how else do you expect this talent, which is budding before our very eyes, to explode into a, a all-pro quarterback, the quarterback of the future of the Oakland Raiders? How do you expect that to happen, Allen? He also discounted Carr's play by saying, well, there's a lot of factors, really, that went into his success. The receivers have to catch, the blockers have to block, and the running backs have to run, and the moon and the stars. You know, Alan, that sounds like an incredible excuse. Like, you have a bag of fucking excuses, pal. Pardon my French. But when you sit there and see the best option of quarterback, and you don't even give it a blink, and Schaub is still considered to be the number one guy for the job... Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's, I think he's got confidence, you know, um, and and uh, you know we're not going to shy away from anybody, you know, and 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 he's a heck of a player, uh, you know, but uh, we're going to go out and compete and give our guys opportunities to make plays and and uh, try to compete against the best. Because I'll tell you that as a fan, I would rather see Carr fight, maybe not make it all the way, maybe. Maybe not win every game, but at least keep us in the game like he did against the, the Sea Chickens, the Seacocks. Our whole team did well. Yes, they did, Coach. They did well for Carr. They didn't do so well <laughs> for Shab. They didn't pick that ball out of the sky. They didn't work harder to pull that ball in. They did not go the extra mile for Shab. Now, I don't know what that says to you, but... I'll tell you, everybody in the stands, when I was looking at them, they had grins from ear to ear. I haven't seen such jubilation, joy, and lobster, laughter in the stands in a long freaking time. And you're going to take that and rip that out of the Raider Nation and put Schaub in for the starting game? That elbow better get real sore real fast, and I don't care if it's bad shit or not. You better start this young man and see what happens because, Coach, this is your last hurrah. This is a third year, Padna. You don't have another choice. But so far, oh, God. Shab is to start. That's Allen's line. That's the line he's going to tow. And I bet she tows that line all the way through the Jets game till it embarrasses his ass. Because I really don't think that Shabby's got the legs for it. You know, the elusiveness that Carr has. With our offensive lineup, it's a perfect combination. He steps into the pocket. He runs out when it starts to collapse. The guy has what it is. He has it. And to wait any longer would be a brutal mistake, not only for you, because you're going down in a ball of frames, but it would be for the young car as well. I say throw him in there. He's well enough. He looks like he's ready to go to me, and I don't think that I don't think that a defeat or a, a mountain here or there, a bump of the road is going to affect this kid. He's the kind of guy I want to see throwing our football. He has got some serious cojones, and I like it. And so if the coach doesn't make that change before the Jets game, 
well, then he's going to get everything that he deserves, like a big boot in his ass. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's get to the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. We got a crap load of phone calls from the Raider Nation. All my favorites are there and some new ones as well. I love you guys. You know I do. This is what it's all about, man. So don't forget to check out our site, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. We're on Twitter. We also have a Facebook page. We get all that stuff. That's Randy's department because he is the brains, and I am just the mouth. (laughs) Ah, brother. Let's get to the callers, man, because this is my favorite part. Our first caller is the 5-0 Raider, and he's got something to say about the Green Bay game. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? What's up, Raider Greg? This is 5-0 Raider. I'm watching this preseason game against Green Bay, and I, I don't see why Shab was so coveted. I mean, he may be in a different offense, but this is some vanilla fucking play calling, man. Second and 15, you're going to run a fucking draw. Second and third and 14, you're going to run a goddamn screen. I mean, come on, man. Like they say on ESPN, come on, man. I mean, if this is all you did, this is all you're going to do all fucking season, then yes, our, it doesn't matter if we have an all-star defense of Paul Amalu, Ed Reed, uh, Ray Lewis. It doesn't matter if we have a whole Pro Bowl, an all-Pro Bowl defense. If they're out there so much that the goddamn, because the goddamn offense doesn't help them, then it doesn't matter who the fuck is out there. It doesn't matter what defensive coordinator you get. That doesn't mean jack shit. This offense needs to help the fucking defense, man. And I'm not feeling this shit right now. I mean, they're, it's, a, it's clearly a heavy fucking running game with Oakland. I mean, clearly they want to be a, a heavy running team, and that's fine. But all teams are going to do is stack the box and force Oakland to pass. When they bring the blitz and they force Oakland to pass, they're going to hold. So what's going to happen, that's going to put them in second and long situations, third and long situations. And the only way they're going to score is on lucky breaks like Maurice Jones drew his touchdown earlier this game. It's some fucking bullshit, man. I hope they see this shit. I hope they fix this shit before week one, because that Jets D is no fucking joke, man. No fucking joke. Whether they got Revis or not, no fucking joke, bro. So, all right, Ritter Nation, all right, Ritter Greg. Uh, Let me know what you think, man. I mean, you usually got some positive stuff to say. I'll see you guys out there at the Texans Raiders home opener out there, man. And, uh, God, I hope they get this shit fixed soon, man. That shit bugging the fuck out of me. Well, Schaub showed what he was. And perhaps he had the sore elbow. I don't know. But I do know this, that Carr has outperformed Schaub in every single game. And given the first string offense, he outperformed him then too. What can I tell you, brother? I don't know if Schaub's going to be on the field after the first game. If they don't put Carr in to start... Alan's an idiot. That's all I got to say. And next, my very good brother from Texas, my good friend, Obi-Wan Raider. What's up, brother? 
What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here. All right. Raider Great. When is fucking Dennis Allen going to realize Shab is not the answer? I've seen this fucking limp, dick, noodle arm fucking have no velocity, trying to get the ball to James Jones, trying to get the ball to the other receivers. Denver got picked off three times. His arm is fucking shot. I understand the car's not playing. Put fucking McGloin in. What the fuck? I do believe WTF were the last words you had to say, and I fully agree with you. <laughs> so funny. Thanks for the call, bro. Our next caller is so pissed off. <laughs> I love it. Raider Loon is up in the house. What is going on, brother? Let it out. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and all the optimists in Raider Nation. Ah, you guys all amaze me. You seriously amaze me. And know this, I'm not insulting you. This is why you guys amaze me. Matt Schaub, Reggie McKenzie, and Dennis Allen. For the last three weeks, each and every one of those weeks, shit in your cereal, and you guys eat it, stomach it, and you guys stay the course and believe that this team can be a legitimate NFL football team and you guys can say it, and I fucking love it. I love it. And no, I'm not insulting you. I need that shit. I need to hear someone tell me this team will be or will be good and make progress this year to become a legitimate NFL football team. Thank you guys so much. Whew. I needed to get that off. Okay, let's talk about what, what's been going on. I heard on the Around the League football podcast that Ian Rappaport spoke to the Raiders and they told him that they are going to use a good offensive line. Let me repeat that. A good offensive line. Let me repeat that one more fucking time. A good offensive line, a good running game to mask Matt Schaub limitation. Let that sink in real quick. Matt Schaub limitation masked by our good offensive line and running game. What the fuck? Who thought of this shit? Who thought of this fucking plan? He needs to get stepped into my office because he's going to be fucking fired right now. We don't have a good offensive line. Our running game is okay and I think if we had a great offensive line and a great running game, it would barely cover Matt Schaub's limitations. I know it's easy, folks. It's easy to rag on a fucking over-the-hill QB, but the one constant in our preseason game has been the negative that Matt Schaub is. He's done, folks. We need to scrap that plan. That plan needs to be thrown out the fucking window. And we need to go with McGloin or Derek Carr. It's that simple. You're not going to go nowhere. Matt Schaub's proven everything. All the doubters, he's proven all of them right. Anyways, I'm fucking rambling. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and all the eternal optimists. I love you guys. I love the rest of the Raider Nation. I'm out. 
Raider Loon is fucking out. And I believe Dennis Allen will lose his job if he doesn't start Carr. If he starts Schaub, it's over. He's going to lose his damn job. Schaub reminds me of Kerry Collins. You know, I kept thinking about who's this guy. He reminds me of Kerry Collins. You know how that worked out. Thank you for the call, brother. All right. Who's next? Obi-Wan Raider. All right, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Obi-Wan Raider here. Khalil Mack just stopped me from having a massive fucking aneurysm. I thought we had another bust on our hands, possibly. I know it's a little premature, but God damn it, I've been suffering through this shit with the rest of my Raider brethren for over a decade. We want a good fucking product out there. And yes, the F-bombs, I bought them by the case tonight, and they're fucking rolling. Good job, Khalil Mack. Oh, very inspired to watch the second half now. Dennis Allen says, we need to work on the passing game. Get our receivers into it. We're working on it. Yeah, here's a thought. Work on it better with a different fucking quarterback. Preferably someone not named Matt Top Robin Schaub. Noodle arm bastard. Yeah, that's right, son. Put him with loin. Obi-Wan Raider out. Oh, yeah, Obi-Wan, one more thing. Mac is the real deal. He's showing who he is, I believe. He's showing more of that. And there's no doubt that if we don't start Carr, there's going to be a full-on riot <laughs> at the Coliseum on our first game against, well, yours, friends, and mine, the Tex-Ans. Our next caller is my very good brother. I love this guy. Autumn Win Williams. He brings the passion. He brings the knowledge, too, man. What is up? Congratulations to Maurice Jones True for a nice touchdown. Congratulations to Khalil Mack for a nice interception. But the rest of you motherfucking Raiders, what the fuck was y'all doing today? You didn't play like a damn team. I am fucking tired of the, we need to be gelling together. They're going to gel together. Fucking gel. Gel the fuck up. I'm tired of this shit. I don't win, Williams. I'm out. Yeah, man. We are all feeling what you're saying because gel is what we got to have. <laughs> we got to have some gel. And it looks like it did in this last game. I'm sure you're happy too, man. I'm sure your call's in here somewhere. Thanks for the call, man. Next, we have Raider JR from Richmond, Virginia. And I said that just right. I know. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, what is going on? This is Raider JR from Richmond, VA. It's been a while since I called. Uh, actually, it's been since we got our asses kicked 55 to 20 against the Baltimore Ravens when I was at that game. Uh, just weighing in on last night's game versus the Green Bay Packers. Can I ask you one question? Dennis Allen is supposed to be a defensive guru. Hey, Dennis Allen, let's start with basic tackle and fucking drills. We missed so many goddamn tackles last night. What the fuck is going on? We look like a fucking peewee squad out there. Unbelievable. Matt Schaub, 
He looks like a fucking deer in headlights. Is this his first year playing? I mean, he comes from the University of Virginia, my college team. What the fuck? I don't know, man. I'm just pissed right now. I mean, third game of the preseason, we look like shit. Look like the same old Raiders. Dennis Allen, Reggie McKenzie, better get your shit together. I mean, I put my trust in you for the last three years, and what have you done for me lately? Not a goddamn thing. Season's two weeks away. It's time to put up a shut up. Raider Nation. Raider JR. And I'm out. Well, I believe this last game has changed a lot of thoughts, at least. It's changed mine. Um, I think they opened it up a little bit. I hope this is a reflection of who we really are. I think you're happy as well. But who knows, man? We're going to have to see when we play our first game against the J-E-T-S. Our next caller, my very good brother from East L.A. That is the hood. (laughs) My wife grew up there. Anyway, this is Raider Chuco from East Los Angeles. What's happening, brother? What's up, Raider Craig, Raider Randy? This is your boy, Raider Chuco from East LA, California. Raider Nation, hope you guys are doing well and uh, taking a chill pill and drinking some tequila because this is bullshit, bro. That game last night against the fucking Packer Cheese was a fucking disaster. You know what? I... <clears throat> We got good players on this team, man. We got real good players. I understand that, you know, we, we started all over again with new people on defense and new people on offense. But there's no fucking way that these players, these players that we got, they, have, they were good in other teams. They come to the Raiders and it's like they're fucking, they don't respect the coach. They don't respect Dennis Allen. They don't, they can give a fuck about him. They're not playing for him. What I'm seeing right now is the Raiders, players that we got, the ones that are there now, they're not being well coached. They're not. Allen is being outcoached by all this mob. He needs to go already. Like, seriously, this motherfucker, if I was Mark Davis, I would fight his fucking ass yesterday. I don't care if it's preseason or not. There's no way he can look this fucking shady against another NFL team. We look like you know, besides the run from uh, Mauricio Drew, that was awesome. But other than that, man, I mean, there's no fucking control. They fucking do whatever they want. They don't They don't hold themselves from freaking, you know, committing penalties, you know. Freaking, uh, the Ninja Assassin got told by the referee, hey, chill it down. I'm going to throw a flag. He didn't give a fuck. He, he kept going. You know, I understand his frustration. But if he would have any kind of respect for Dennis Allen or the freaking or the team, he would have hold back. He would be like, okay, fuck it, I'll get you in the next in the next play. But no, he's like, fuck you, fuck the Raiders, I'm a fucking, I don't care about the penalty. So what I'm seeing right now is that these guys, they need a, they need a coach that looks fucking meaner and not have a fucking dull face like Dennis Allen does. If I was a fucking player for the Raiders, I would not fucking listen to my focus. He looks like a little bitch. Dennis Allen looks like a bitch. And I don't like listening to bitches. Okay? We need a fucking guy unless, uh, with a freaking 
fucking, you know, mean attitude representation as a coach. This motherfucker, he can tell me stuff, and I would tell him, go fuck yourself because you look like a little bitch. And these guys are the same way. When Nelly Allen talk to them, this fool looks like a girl. You know, they're not listening to me. They don't give a fuck about this fool. He looks like a bitch. And he acts like a bitch. And he coaches like a bitch. And he needs to get out of fucking Oakland, kicked out like now because there's no bitches in Oakland, especially in Norway team. A Norway fan of a bitch. And this fool's a bitch. He don't belong with us. He never has. He needs to fucking go like yesterday. Okay? I'm sorry about the cussing. I'm sorry about the misspelling and mispronunciation, but I'm fucking pissed the fuck off. And my job, he's not that fucking bad. He's just not being coached well. We got nothing but bitches as coaches in Oakland besides the, you know, the old ones. I'm talking about Dennis Allen and the other fucking scientists, scientists, and whatever fucking scientists that we have coaching the defense. You know, Tony Sperano, he's cool. Everybody else is cool, but this fucker needs to go. Anyways, I'm out. I'll talk to you later. Go Raiders. You know, brother, this is his last year. He needs to make it happen now. And I think the players, I think they play for each other, bro. I think there's very few coaches the players play for. I think, I think most players in this league play for the guy right next to him. Because I think that's what it I think that's where your heart is, bro. Now, Alan, I don't know, man. He's a cold fish. I don't know. Who knows whether he'll be here next year? I know the game against the Seahawks was a real different look. If we can continue some of that, it might not be too bad this year. I feel your frustration, man. It's been a long time since we've had some serious football in Oakland. And it's pissing me off too. Uh, we just got to have some patience. I know it sucks. I don't have no damn patience either, bro, but we just have to. So I feel you, man. And the rest of us feel you too, man. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. And there's a voice I've missed for some time. That'd be my good brother, Raider Mike from Tampa. The Tempest of Tampa, might I say. What's happening, brother? <laughs> Greater Greg, Greater Mike, Tampa, Florida. Give me a call. I <clears throat> haven't uh, chimed in in a while, but uh, I was kind of waiting to see how the third preseason game went before I uh, made my, uh, I guess, prediction or analysis of what's going to happen this year. Well, I agree with Rep. Money Man has spoken. I listened to the last few podcasts and I watched the first two or three preseason games. And we, I mean, I know everybody says it, it's preseason, but. You look at what Seattle, just for example, did to Denver last year, and they did the exact same thing to them in the Super Bowl, destroyed them. So um, I think preseason, definitely the third game does matter. Maybe the first two don't, but the third game does. And we are in some serious trouble. I mean, uh, I, the offense looks terrible. I mean, I mean, yeah, we got lucky on that Bob Maurice Jones drew 40-yard run. Other than that, okay, yeah, we kind of moved the ball the last three minutes, four minutes of the fourth quarter and scored two touchdowns. That's some just garbage. I mean, we just suck. I agree with everything Money Man spoke, especially the last podcast about job. Job is garbage. I mean, yeah, I mean, 
the receivers I've dropped the ball, but he's still throwing the ball high. He looks scared in the pocket. You know, he's overthrowing people. He's panicking. Uh, even Romanowski, I listened to him in a pregame show, <clears throat> and he said, excuse me again, that uh, Schaub looks scared. And and I think Schaub is going to be another Matt Flynn, another bust that we put all our stock into and we'll end up starting McGlone or Carr. I personally like McGlone. I think he's better. But, of course, for money reasons, we're going to probably put in Carr before McGlone. But I think McGlone should be the starter, in my, my opinion. At least he knows the offense and he's comfortable. I mean, we just need to put him in the first team and let him see what he can do. Only thing is the size, but, I mean, at this point right now, I mean, we got to get somebody to get the offense moving, and it seems like he's on point with the receivers. And the defense, oh, this is – I don't know what – there's like no – I mean, I don't know if we're just doing vanilla-type defense where we're not showing everything, but we got shredded. I mean, Eddie Lacy basically ran the ball down our throats the whole – that whole first series. I mean, it was just the Eddie Lacy show. So – the offense looks like Greg take a, take a nap, part two. The defense, oh, I, don't, I don't even know what coach I could compare it, what it looks like, but it, it just looks horrible. I mean, even Chuck Breshnahan's defense looked better than this crap on the field that I saw. So, um, you know, if we go 0-4, which is a good possibility, we go to New York the first game, we could lose that game. You know, we, we should win, hopefully. If we go 0-4, Dennis Allen has to go. That's it. I mean, he's got to go. I don't know about Reggie. They might wait and just can him at the end of the season, but Dennis Allen has to go. He is a terrible coach. He's not a leader. I don't even know why we picked him up. Didn't do anything in Denver, you know, and he was just a defensive back coach in New Orleans when they won the Super Bowl. Wow. Uh, I mean, we got to get somebody in here just with some swagger. Somebody can get this team going. I mean, we had it with Cable and, you know, uh, Hugh Jackson. But we just let it go because Mark Davis didn't know what he was doing and let Reggie take the reins. And Reggie should have at least gave Hugh Jackson one more year to prove himself, then Cam after that. At least give him time to build the defense up or develop the young players, as you said, Ray Greg. But anyway, um, this fourth game means nothing with the see who makes the roster. But uh, we, we're in some serious trouble. I mean, this, this team, I, I don't see that much improvement. A little bit, I guess, on the D line. I see, but it's the offense is just ter- it's terrible. The play calling is just it's like ham and eggs, like Tom Waffle. But anyway, uh, I guess uh, we'll wait and see what happens after you know game. I'm not counting next week's game. We'll see. I'm just waiting for the Jets. I mean, I'm not even really going to watch next week in Seattle because that means nothing. For all my Raider brothers and sisters out there. Uh, let's try to just stick together because I think we're on for another rough ride again until we, you know, get this coaching staff out of here because that's, that's the problem. Greater Nation for life. Peace. Well, you know, I have to agree with you on all levels, including this last game that might mean nothing. But what it meant to me was rhythm. It meant to me was a team. It meant to me was... You know, plays, completed plays. The guys made plays, you know, and it was the ones and the twos. Now, granted, they might not have been playing that hard. I don't know. But I do know what our best chance is for success, and it is not Matt Schaub. It is not him. He cannot move in the pocket. And with this line, we need someone that can get out and make a pass. 
And then we need someone to catch the damn ball. I appreciate your call, man. I think after this game, you got to have hope. And next, my very good brother from the OC. <laughs> That's OC Raider. <laughs> I love it. What's up, man? Ready, Greg. Red Randy. Uh, Red Nate Screens. OC Raider down here in Orange County, California, SoCal. Uh, you know what, man? I want to uh, first start off saying, you know what? Uh, Seal Moore, man, I hope you're all right. I was watching the game last night. I see you got a neck injury. I hope you're going to be back. It looks like you would have been an intricate part of that defense. Uh, you're very important to us, man. I, and I hope you recover soon and come back because um, um, you look like you're going to be very important to us this year. Uh, can't say enough about Khalil Mack. Everybody was saying the last thing against the Lions, oh, lack of Mack. He stepped up. You're right, man. You know, it takes time, man. He's a rookie, but uh, he, he had a good showing last night. Um, Receivers looked a lot better. I mean, there was still some drop balls, but still uh, they looked a lot better, looked a lot more focused, and I was happy about that. I'm just winning on all, all the good points, man. Um, uh, Jones Drew, hey, man, nice run. I uh, hope we can do that all year. Uh, UND Mac uh, could stay healthy and, and do that and move the offense for us. Um, I'm going to get to the negative, man. Dennis Allen and Reggie McKenzie, you cannot. Look in the mirror tomorrow morning and tell me that you're goddamn happy with what you saw out of fucking shop. There's no fucking way you could tell me you're happy with what this man is doing. Okay? You guys are all on him. You guys are happy that he got here. And I was one too. I was backing him up. I'm sorry. That man looks like he does not know what the fuck he's doing. He looks lost. He looks disoriented. He looks fucking nervous. He looks like he's scared to make a mistake. With that said, if you're going to hit your wagon to Matt Schaub this year, I know it's preseason, but look your wagon to Matt Schaub, Ed, I'll tell you what, Dennis Allen and Reggie McKenzie, your asses are going to get fired. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, because he is not ready to be quarterback of this goddamn team. I could be wrong. But Gloin looks a lot more poised. He knows the offense better. He's a little short, but damn it. That shot had a lot of time and still was overthrowing motherfuckers. Again, on the Raider, the L.A., Oakland thing, I'm sorry. I live in Southern California, and you guys will always be the Oakland Raiders. But goddamn it, we call you guys down here Brooklyn. Brooklyn, you're broke, dude. This team needs to go some goddamn where. Leave them in the state. Fuck San Antonio. Leave them in fucking California. At least for you're at least you're an hour and a half away by flight. Okay? You can't fucking afford them. Hey, man, it's like you work at 7-Eleven and you fucking got a goddamn high-profile girlfriend. You can't afford her. Okay? Raider Nation, I'm out. OC Raider. Hey, man, hope we do better this next game because they look like shit in Green Bay, man. Later. Well, you saw a car... Do I need to say another word? I don't think so. <laughs> that should not even be an incision. But who knows, man? It's their jobs. Our next caller, Johnny D. He's the Bluegrass Raider. What's up, man? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider, calling in. Uh, I just have a couple of quick things to touch up on. Uh, I saw the Green Bay game. 
not very impressed at all with uh, Shaw's performance. Uh, he seems to me like, I don't know, he has like a glimmer of hope here and there, but, um, you know, it just seems to me like he's overall getting worse as the weeks go by and not necessarily improving. My greatest fear looking towards the season is that I hope he does not turn into another Carson Palmer and that Dennis Allen go out there and say, well, hey, we paid him X amount of money. We're going to play him no matter what. And then finally, towards mid-late season, when we're already in a hole, hopefully that won't be the case, by the way, when we're already in a hole, um, they, they say, oh, maybe we should go to Carr or go to McLeod or whoever it may be. I really hope that is not the case. Uh, I want to hear what you have to say about that, Ryder Greg. Uh, I believe we started coming back against the Packers with only been a 10-point spread. I think it, I think we did okay. I think, I mean, most of all, we did sloppy, but it could have been a hell of a lot worse. And just to clear up one last thing, I believe I was misunderstood, like, as far as terms of uh, discipline, I know that, you know, the players are still gelling and still learning each other's names and all that, and it's preseason, I understand that. It's just I'm saying that in terms of regular season, that is one thing that I believe, in my opinion, that we have lacked for many years, and that's just something that we really need to clean up and crack down on. That's, that's all I'm saying. Anyways, Raider Greg, keep up the great show. Raider Nation for life. Go Raiders. Well, pretty much there's a 100% anti-Shab movement right now. So we're feeling you. But what a game against Seattle. Does that mean anything? Well, it means something to me for crying out loud. Thanks for the call, man. Our next caller, RJ Raider. The Raider junkie, man, from East Whittier. What is going on? I like this guy. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is RJ, the Raider Junkie from Whittier. Just calling in here on Sunday afternoon. Anyway, before I shout out my rant, which I'm really ready to rant on these guys, but hey, shout out first to uh, those people out there who uh, were in that earthquake out there in Napa prayers, and I thought they were with them out there. Uh, I heard it was pretty bad, so um, just... I guess uh, we know how it's still. We have here one at 5-1 over here in La Habra, and that's only about two, three miles from the epicenter. So I know what they felt. I know what they're going through. So uh, my shout out to them and prayers with them. Going on to the game, what the fuck happened? Unbelievable. I was hoping for another slight improvement this week. Totally let down. No improvement whatsoever. Hell, we took one step forward last week, two steps back this week. Unbelievable. I, I, you know what? I don't know which way we're headed. We're, we're headed back. We're regressing. We are really regressing. And I just can't believe, man. I was looking at Chalby. Come on, guys. This guy got to go. I mean, he has a dead arm. No zip on the ball whatsoever, man. He looked old, you know? Yeah, he almost threw that one interception. At one time, we threw that little floater. That linebacker almost picked it off one-handed. If he would, if he would have picked six right there. I mean, Shop, I, I don't think he has any any zip anymore. Any anything left on his arm. He he just did not look good. Like I said, he looked old, slow. He fumbled the ball. I mean, never really got a good drive going. I mean, we had a lot of times when we had the 
great field position, didn't do shit with it, you know, penalties or something happened. There was always something to fuck it all up. But bottom line is, he didn't get it done. The offense did not get it done, you know. We only have one bright, the bright side was McLowan and Butler. They seem to have a, something going on uh, with their hookup because uh, they seem to be hooking up, man. You know, I, I don't know. But uh, McLowan's uh, 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 passing uh, this week, 10 for 17, 162 with two touchdowns. I mean, the kids, yeah, going against maybe third, fourth stringers. But fuck it, man. Throw them in there with the first team. Let, let, let's see what it looks like, man. Damn, man. The only fucking whole game, the only game highlight we had was MJV. That was it. I mean, I really didn't see anything. And that don't even go to the defense. No fucking sacks. Poor fucking tackling. My God. The fucking angle these guys are taking. They're getting fucking juke. Arm tackling. Nobody's fucking really putting a head, you know, a fucking helmet right in the fucking chest like the old days. Tackling was supposed to be. Not just fucking hitting them with your fucking shoulder and an arm hoping to bring them down. Wrap the motherfucking legs. Wrap them. Like you were taught, you fucking pop wonder. You wrap. You wrap and you hold on and you get assist from your teammates, gentlemen. Fuck that hitting shit because you're bouncing right off. Damn it, man. And you fucking blown coverages too, man. These defenses are bad, man. I don't know. I don't know. Our secondary is really, really hurting, man. You know, most of the, most of the tackles were made by the linebackers, you know? So, um, I don't know, guys. It, it just seems like we're going the wrong way right now. And overall, assessment for these guys, man, they, man, they came out. Looking bad, I was. I gave them a D just for fucking showing up because really they probably fucking deserve an L. I just don't see these guys playing with any fucking compassion, any any competitive man. They don't. They're not competitive, man. They're not. They are not. We are not competitive. We need to fucking strain this shit out. You know what? Uh, all this overall, it, it goes back to the coaches. It goes straight to DA. DA and the coaches. They are not preparing our boys for the battle. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we do not come out tough. We, we're not the intimidators like we used to be. We getting intimidated, and that is wrong, guys. I'm telling you, we need to fucking change this attitude. And I'm sorry, I, I know it's only preseason, and don't give me that preseason shit, because let me tell you, this is where it starts off the winning way. You started off in preseason. You started off trying to win games, you know, not to see just your personnel. Yeah, we want to see what we got and, and who's who, but we want to win games. Come on, man. That's the whole thing, trying to get an improvement each each week as we head to that first week. Well, let me tell you, man, I am fucking sick and tired right now. I got my fucking blondie going in a bowl. I'm going to go in a fucking lockdown. I ain't going to fucking do nothing. I don't even know if I'm going to watch this week's game. I might just take a peek here and there since supposedly this was the game, supposedly, to find out our starters and everything. I think you better fucking let Shaw play a full game. A full game, because he fucking sure needs it. They all do. Anyway, like I say, I'm going lockdown, Raider Nation. I'll see you after the Jets game. Hopefully, it'll be a better outcome. If not, we're going to be looking at a long season, guys. I'm out. RJ, man, you start off cool and then you heat up. You heat up and you blow up. And I love it. I love it, man. Great takes, great passion. You're a good fan, brother. You're paying attention because Shab, Shab's got to go. And I was defending him. I wanted to see. I thought he had something left. He ain't got Jack. He ain't doing it. 
and he is afraid to be in the pocket. We can't have it. We got to have someone, some cojones up in there, brother. Thanks for the call. Our next caller is Raider Jim from Nashville, Tennessee. What is going on? Yeah, Raider Greg. It's Raider Jim from the Nashville area. I'm not going to rant about what everybody else is saying. The look pretty crappy in the preseason. I'm going to bitch about people posting that Khalil Mack is a bust. I don't know what kind of shit they're smoking. The guy's not a bust. If you really watch, I'll give, I'll give a, a really good example from the Packers game, okay? Beginning of the game, Rodgers is back to pass. Mack has got the tackle backpedaling so much, he almost you know, hits Rodgers. Rodgers has to step up in the pocket enough that I, I don't remember who sacked him. If, you know, I, I don't remember. I just remember he went down. So the guy pretty much caused a sack just on that. You know, it's, yeah, people are going to want big numbers out of his sack total. But he's causing havoc in the backfield toward a quarterback. And honestly, how long has it been since we've had that shit? I just, some people want Lawrence Taylor numbers or whatever right off the bat, but I think the guy's a beast. As long as he's causing havoc and other people are making plays, I don't see what the bitching's all about. Who knows? Uh, Maybe they need to have a beer and, and just chill out. Oh, yeah, one more thing before I hang up. I think my dead grandmother has a stronger arm than Matt Schaub. Have a good one and go Raiders. Any, and I mean any reference to your dead grandmother's throwing arm is absolutely apropos to what we're seeing from Schaub. (laughs) Good take, man. Yeah, Mac is showing up. You know, we all want, yeah, we're all flipped out, frustrated. I mean, DJ Hayden was last year's pick, okay? So we're a little gun-shy. I hope he and he looks great. So we're just very gun-shy. That's all, brother. You can feel it. I know you do. Our next caller is Autumn Wynn Williams. Yes, it's number two, but I like this take. What's up, man? What's up, Ray Greg? It's Autumn Wynn Williams again. Man, I'm just tripping out on the familiar... Uh, it looks familiar now um, compared to last year and the year before. You remember, oh, my elbow hurts. I can't play. Support the quarterback this starting. No, start car. No, McGlowan's a real deal. Fired in his alley. Doesn't this shit just sound familiar over and over? I don't know. I kind of found it. It was funny. <laughs> I just wanted to share it. All right, I'm out. So very true, brother. So very true. Sad, but true. <laughs> Our next caller is Rada Sid, the desert. Rada. What's going on, Sid? What's happening in the desert? What up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Sid, a.k.a. the desert Raider. All right, after three preseason games, the only conclusion I can come to is we are not ready. We look like shit in all three games. We had flashes of some good stuff, but nothing sustained. Uh, We're not going to be able to go out in the NFL field and and dominate a team for four quarters, and uh, that's fucked up. So uh, we've got the players. 
It's up to Mr. Allen, Coach Allen, if he wants to remain coach, to get this this ship righted. You know, fuck. I wanted us to come out and kick some ass, but I don't. I just don't see it. I see a lot of arm tackling on defense. I see the offensive line not punching holes. Uh, the receivers are not getting any separation, and they're dropping balls. Our quarterback, sorry, he has no zip on his arm. McGloin is the only one that I see that's consistently going out there and and uh, making the throws. So um, it is what it is, you know, uh, with the schedule that we have and the traveling that we got to do. I would be lucky to get four wins. You know, I want to see more. I w- I'd love to see an 8-8 eight eight season, but I have a feeling uh, Coach Dennis Allen is going to be packing his bags uh, three-quarters of the way during, through the season. Okay? Fuck it. Come on, Raiders. Go out there and play. Fucking get your shit together and fucking win some games. All right? Let's go. Raider Nation. This is Raider Sid the Desert Raider out. I would hope for six wins after what I saw from the Seattle game. Six wins, hard-fought, tough wins. Um, but if we start Shab, you can make that five or even four, maybe even three. But Allen would be out, that's for sure. <laughs> or maybe not. Who knows, man? We all might be sitting here crying, and Allen could be coached next year. Yeah. Well, here he comes, <laughs> the man with the money. Money man has spoken. Rita, what's going on, man? Yeah, this is money man has spoken. Rita. Deja vu. Deja vu. Well, there you go. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. All along, this bum-ass dude, they've been riding with this clown, trying to build him up, saying he the next great quarterback here, comparing him to Peyton Manning, Phillip Rivers, and I knew it was a hoax. I tried to tell the nation, that, tried to tell Raider Greg and all the other haters out there, Raider Steve, who said proud, ain't worth a damn, but I bet he would be homeless right now if he made that bet in Vegas. Yeah, that's it, you. But now we know he's a hoax. But you know what? I really don't even want to dwell on Sharp because I've been telling it for the last six months. It really starts at the top with Reggie McKenzie's big ginger ass and that weasel, sniveling, bias, prickhead, Mike Shanahan-looking son of a bitch, Dennis Allen. Yeah, those two. They the ones that be fucking up this team. Every year, they make a move that dooms the team for the rest of the season. In 2012, it was Dennis Allen with that wretched fucking zone-blocking scheme. Last year, it was Matt Flynn. And this year, another fucking Matt. 
when they ran the fuck up out of Houston. Yet you want to go out and get him and get rid of Proud, who was better than both of these siren motherfuckers. Now, you get what you asked for. You got it. Now look at Now you're trying to make up a goddamn excuse talking about he got a sore arm. What the fuck ever, man. Ain't nobody going for that shit twice. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Hell no, I wasn't going for it the first time. I knew it was bullshit. And now, look at us. What you going to do about this guy? Cut him? That would be the best thing to do. But they won't do it because they got too much foolish pride. They'll never admit to that mistake. They'll never do it. That's why the damn so arm bullshit, there's nothing wrong with his arm. It's just the reality has hit once again, like I said, in that third preseason game, disaster. Now they came to a head. Now what you going to do? What you going to do, Raider Nation? What they going to do, Raider Greg? You tell me. We don't know what they capable of doing. You ride with Sharp, you'll go 0-16. You'll win a few games with Matt McGowan or Derek Carr. But like I said, you went out there and got this dude, tried to get him, tried to get the team to buy into that. They saw that motherfucker play last year. They not going for that shit. And now it's time. Come by week. It's time for Mark to pull out the projector. And in saying that, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, I'm out. Well, anyone who has Mark pulling out the projector, <laughs> like Al Davis used to, that's harsh. That's some harsh stuff. But, yeah, Shab, Shab's not showing it, and he looks afraid. And I think, you know, what the hell? We got nothing to lose. Allen's got nothing to lose. His job is going to be lost if you don't win something. He better put Carr in from the very first game and ride his ass to the very last game and call it good because Shab's <laughs> going to lose us a game or two for nothing because he's showing he don't have anything. And I thought he did. I got to give him the guy the chance, but he just doesn't. He looks afraid in the pocket. Kerry Collins, too. That's what I think. Thanks for the call, brother. Our next caller is Raider Steve from Pittsburgh, PA. Nice weather these days, brother. Beautiful summer there. What's happening? What's going on, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Steve calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm calling a couple hours before the game against the Seahawks last preseason game. And, and here's what I don't get. Why is Derek Carr starting over Matt McGoin? Like you said that you wanted to plan was to fit Derek Carr this first year and basically be a red shirt year for him. Okay? And which you even if you if you have any doubts on Shaw, which looks like they are why not put Matt McGowan in here? The problem I have when, in the short time 
why Dennis Allen isn't the right coach for us. Because if I see it, eventually the, the players are going to see what I'm about to say. The dude don't, he don't practice what he's preaching. He, he constantly says he wants to see consistency and, and every day. And, well, shit, from the quarterback position, Matt McGowan's been the most consistent. And I know everyone's saying, well, yeah, he's playing against the, the second and third stringers. Well, give the guy opportunity against the ones. I understand they want to see what they got in their core, but we got to remember he's a rookie. So there's no way I'm, I'm going in, 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 in my mind. I don't believe he gives us a better chance of winning than Matt McGoy, at least not from what I'm seeing in the preseason. I'm mean, going to see how this game goes tonight. You know what I mean? And then the thing that really is, he got Derek Carr starting. Well, luckily, he's the fourth game in the preseason, so Seattle's uh, first team won't be in there too long. But you got this guy starting against the best defense in all of football. And he's, he's coming back from a concussion. And he's got sore ribs. And you're starting him, really, against the one. Luckily, it's a sports game. Hopefully, only in there for a couple series. A matter of fact, they did start him. And you saw what happened. That's all I have to say about that. Our next caller from Dallas, Texas, <laughs> Aztec Raider. You don't like them Cowboys. Hey, Raider Greg. How's it going, man? This is uh, Aztec Raider calling out of Dallas, Texas. Fuck the Cowboys. I'm sitting here watching this game, and I was, I'm, I was strongly against starting the kid, but you know what? Fuck that shit. They need a bench job. And then they need to start car. This is the kid is fucking throwing really good balls. I fucking did you watch the Richard Sherman against Moore throw? They need to start this kid. I mean, I was really against it, and I didn't want them to start the kid, but now they gotta start the kid, man. I mean, fuck Shab. Shab wasn't doing shit. His fucking noodle arm isn't. He's not coming back. He's not. He didn't get mojo this or mojo that. Fuck his mojo. They need to throw Carr and his mojo into the fucking game. That's what they need to do. I won't be fucking pissed if they start chop and throw that garbage out there, man. If he hasn't made a case to start against the number one fucking defense in the NFL, then I don't know what the fuck he needs to do to start on the fucking Oakland Raiders. I don't know. They need to start their car day one against the Jets. This is uh, Aztec Raider. I'm out. That is exactly what I think. And any other answer is some bullshit for sure, man. Alan's talking some bullshit. And next, my good brother. He bleeds silver and black for sure, man. He's got a heart of gold, too. What's up, Raider Jaime? He's up there in Bakersfield. What's up? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation? This is Raider Randy calling out of Bakersfield. And whatever the outcome of the game may be, you know what? Derek Carter looked awesome against that Seattle first unit. And I'll tell you something. If I'm not mistaken, the last three games, they have they, they've been freaking phenomenal. And to just, what was it, 12, 12 plays, uh, 68 yards on that first drive for, for Derek Carter just the, the you know the rookie just to handle that offense it was it, man it was unbelievable it was awesome Raider Greg 
You know, it was it was great and special teams the way they came up, man. I I, I give credit to Seawood because that's his style of ball hawking right there, looking for that that open that open hand, you know, where you can stick, you know, your hand and draw that ball loose. That that Seawood right there teaching these young pups how to how to just fucking create turnovers, and and that's awesome, man. Special teams were great. You know, you know, the first unit defense was all right. You know, I mean, fuck yeah, we played against Traverse Jackson, but remember, you know what? He's led us up before, and you know what? And it, and it's always been the same thing. I know Russell didn't play, and I know people are going to say, well, they didn't play against Russell. Don't fucking matter, man. Their first units were out there, and like I said before, Jackson has lit us up every time he's played us in preseason. So, I mean, let's not fucking start talking excuses going the other way. But anyways, man, I mean, it's just it's just too soon to fucking to hang this season and say that we're going to go fucking 4-12 and 12 again. I mean, we we might not make the playoffs this year, but man, but it, it's it's a it, it's a step in the right direction. And you know what? And then come next year, we got another freaking salary cap of what fifty five million, man. If we just draft right and we get the right guys, man, in there, it, it's I mean, it's, the fucking future's looking great, man. I'm positive. I don't give a fuck what everybody thinks, man. You know, I don't care, Ray Greg. I, I mean, I, I see some positive, I see some negatives, but. It's all right. It just it comes down to the end, man. What happens? You know, the end result. And I'm not going to fucking push the panic button until like game five, game six of the, of the season. Right now, it's just too fucking soon to fucking start talking about panicking and all this crap, man. It's just nonsense, man. Because there's other 32 teams that fucking look horrible in preseason. And it's not just the Raiders, man. It's everybody else, too, man. But anyways, man, I'm staying positive. I'm staying true, man. I'll see you out there. I'll be taking my boys out there some Raider games this year, Raider Greg. So you guys stay out. Stay true. I'm out. Well, I think if they start Carr and they give him the plays that have been successful and and develop him right now, no matter what, man, we got to start this kid because Shab, he's just not making it. And if they don't start him and we go into the Shab and then switch to him, you know what? That's going to deflate this team. Allen will lose these guys at the beginning of the year because of that stupid-ass move. Thank you for the call, brother. Positives? Absolutely. We go in the right direction? It looks like it. So let's see about the Jets. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is Raider O. And he's up there in Seattle in Seacock country, leaving the bar. Full of that lime green and blue and whatever other color they got there. <laughs> and they kicked their ass. That was beautiful, man. That bar must have been on fire. Good for you, man. What's up? Yeah, man. This is uh, Raider O calling from Walla Walla, Washington. Five hours outside of Seattle. Just got out of the bar. Just full of Seahawks fans just watching the game. If this is how the rest of the season is going to be, if this is going to be the start right here of the of the Raiders, I'm excited. I'm hyped up. I'm happy. I, I just can't describe the way I feel right now. I can't wait. It's awesome. I just want to say, too, is that whenever you see somebody out in Oakland gear, I always, whenever I see somebody out in Raiders gear, I'll shout out, yo, wicked gear, nice gear. So if you see your brother, your, your Raider Nation brother out there, Make sure you say what's up, man. Yell it out. Hey, great gear, man. Awesome gear, no matter what it is. But uh, I'm excited. I can't wait. Go Raider Nation. Out. 
That's what happens when the Raider Nation is in the right place at the right time. All those fans that are locked out there in hostile territory when you're in a bar full of the enemy and the Raiders kick some ass. Now that is awesome, and you know it. That's what happened here. That's cool, brother. I can feel you, man. Thanks for the call. Last but not least, Raider Red, he's got something to say to mainstream mediots. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, how about that uh, final game of the preseason? What a boost of energy, man, for the Raider Nation. What a boost of confidence. So that was awesome. And last I remember, the Seacocks just won a Super Bowl. Don't give me that bullshit. It's only preseason. I think the Seahawks probably have the best defense in the NFL, and it pains me to say that. But we scored 41 points on that best defense. And, man, a lot. Uh, what a great, what a great, what a great feeling, man. What a great thing for the Raider Nation. I, uh, I loved it. Loved every second of it. And uh, as far as Fox Sports, I got two words for you as the Raiders being the least desirable team in the NFL. And those two words are, fuck you. Raider Red, I'm out. Well, you heard what I said about the uh, ESPN's poll on players who prefer not to play for the Silver and Black. I've got a poll that they can take, literally. So, thank you for the call. Definitely, Raiders are going the right direction. I like it. And Raider Nation, this was a uplifting game. It was a game of joy. <laughs> and trust me, looking at each other, just unbelieving. Stun is the word I would say. Let's hope the Raiders stun us. And that Cinderella season that I was talking about many shows back materializes. And all of a sudden, we're looking at each other, high-fiving, being blown away at a championship team. That is is what I'm hoping. Let's hope it happens. Shab cannot start this season. And with that, I am ready to grit. And I am out.